trapped in this ghastly estate. So that's why you need the corpses? We want to stand tall, to feel the sunlight, to live again. We need a physical form, and your dead are abandoned. They go to waste, give them to us, but we can't. Why not? I mean, it's not... Not decent, not polite, it could save their lives. Open the rift. Let the girl through. We're dying, help us. Welcome to Into the Time Vortex podcast. We're talking about Doctor Who. We're talking about an episode called The Unquiet Dead. I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. And Unquiet Dead is a... Um, <laughs> I forgot the doctor's name. Christopher Eccleston. <laughs> um, story that came out, oh, so many years ago. 2005. Yeah. Wow. Long time ago. Fifteen years ago. One of the first episodes ever made. Actually, it came out. Of the new series. April 9th of 2005, so it was like, just had its 15th anniversary. Wow. Mark Gatiss is the writer, uh, and it's about the dead who are very unquiet in this episode, right? (laughs) Yes. Okay. the dead who reanimate themselves and come back, walk around. Good. Um, this is the third yeah, uh, yes. episode of the new series, that new series with Christopher Eccleston. So it was very, um, what I noticed it was very, st- everything was still very new. Like this was the first time that she was traveling back in time and, she, and uh, Rose was very excited and everything. And, um, until she found out that it was in Cardiff, and then she was kind of not as excited. But <laughs> um, I thought it was a pretty quaint episode. It feels—I I hate to say this—it feels a little dated already, just by the uh, some of the effects and everything. <laughs> I hate to say that for something that's only 15 years old, but I thought the whole handling of the first couple of seasons—they lowballed a lot of things. They some did some amazing special effects, but I also think that they lowballed some of the stuff, and so I think it's dated a little bit. I like this episode a lot. I like you do? the yeah, I do. Yep. I mean, I like the storyline. I like the creepiness factor of it when the grant the so the starts off with the grandson in the funeral parlor mourning his dead grandmother, who then gets up and chokes the life out of him. And wanders off off to a Charles Dickens lecture where she then, whatever it is that's animating her, exits the body in a, a, you know, purpley-blue light that sort of flies around the room. I thought that was pretty pretty cool, and I, I like how they, I like the historical episodes. I mean, that's sort of my thing anyway, when they're well done. And even though I think Dickens is one of the most boring writers ever, um, I, I liked this because it didn't, it didn't talk about his books at all. So Yeah. I like this one, too. I think it's like one of my favorites of that season. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. And, and I like that, um, you know, Gwyneth is in it, who is played by Eve What's-Her-Face, who then... Miles, yeah. Eve Miles, who's in Torchwood. 
Yeah, I, I don't put this in my top uh, uh, the Humpy episodes where they're the season. I, I don't put this in the top ten of the season. No, I, I, it's okay. It doesn't offend me that much, the episode. It, it's just kind of, it's one I always forget about. If I rattle off the list of episodes for this season, this one I always forget about. It, it's on, on uh, very, there, there's a few good things in it. There's a few bad things in it. But um, when, when the show was trying to when when I was trying to um, first watch this series and try to accept it as Doctor Who, this wasn't one that helped the situation. This was a, a step backwards. I thought End of the World was a better. I was like, okay, that's that's more like it. And then this one was just like, well, okay, yeah. <laughs> it didn't do, go anywhere with it, in my opinion. But and I watched it when I watched it recently. It was it just did the same thing. I was just you know I. Couple of things were good, but a little disappointed with it. I don't know, Ken. You're always a grump about the news. You're, you're yeah. Well, one of the things that I and I know we're we're comparing Russell T. Davis, then we're comparing to Stephen Moffat, and then and now we're whatever that new guy, Chris Chibnall. Uh, it seems <laughs> like guy. yeah. It, it seems like the the older stuff gets better and better. And one of the things that I I I hate to say it, but I'm watching this show and I'm like, oh, that's a Russell D. Davis thing. And, oh! and was when the doctor and Rose, Rose first get to the, the location, they're walking around in the snow and he's reading the paper and we hear this scream and he throws the paper up in the air and he goes, that's more like it. And that scene, I have two feelings about it. One is it was in the trailer for the episode and so it's very exciting because it's like, oh, it's the Avengers kicked off and everything. But it also, maybe I'm reading into it too much, but it feels like it's Russell T. Davis saying, people don't care about the setup, the slow parts. They want the action. And, oh, someone's dying. That's more like it. And the doctor has a big smile on his face and runs over <laughs> to, to see the dead bodies everywhere. And, and it f fits in a little bit to his mentality about... Let's go ahead and use the, these dead bodies and, and get the Gelf back and everything. And Rose is a little offended by this um, and also offended by how he uses Gwyneth. Mm -hmm. um, and I kind of like that because he does have this, this attitude a little bit about it. And I, I just felt it was a little meta. It felt like to me that it was Russell D. Davis sort of saying, or the audience saying, ah, oh, good, someone dying. That's more like it. Maybe I'm just reading into it a little bit. I think you're reading way too much into it. Yeah. I don't think he thought anybody was dying. I think he thought, oh, somebody's screaming. There must be trouble. That's yeah. my job. Let's go look and see what's going on. And there wasn't a bunch of dead bodies. It was just the dead grandma. Well, I know, but he didn't know that. He was just, just that's more like it. It feels like the whole idea of, like, you know, later on in, in an episode they're talking about, or, or next season, they, oh, werewolf, and they're all, like, happy about it and everything. But people are getting ripped to shreds, and, and but they're still happy about it. It's, I, I just feel that they, it wasn't, they weren't taking it seriously at this point. This was still, like, Oh wow, this is a lot of fun. We're gonna die down here, but I'm glad I was with you with it. And it just none of it seemed not some of it didn't seem realistic to me. It didn't seem like they were taking it seriously. I don't. It's Doctor Who. It's not realistic. It's real. But anyways, um, 
so um, yeah, and um, and then he's talking about uh, Dickens. You mentioned earlier about how Dick, you know, Dickens is um, not your favorite. Uh, he goes on and on. The doctor goes on and on about Dickens, but also I think he criticized one of the stories or whatever he that did. he did. Yeah, yeah. So um, Martin Chiselwit. Yeah, I, I'm not a bit. I'm not a big fan of the doctor just gushing over these these celebrities. These um, things he does it a lot in other episodes and sometimes it's effective like in the um vincent and the doctor well, but, it's uh, only the normal reaction of anybody would do it i mean if you saw john carpenter you'd be gushing over <laughs> him, well but but not yeah. the doctor not the doctor though well um, i look as he's a fan of dickens because dickens books are dense and long as hell and he's got <laughs> all this time to read and so, you know, you yeah. get the books that take forever to read. I mean, have you ever read David Copperfield? No. Don't. So, okay, so, um, anyways, what else about this that you liked about it? Um, did you like the atmosphere, the setup of it? Yeah, yes, I, I, did. Thought, I did. I thought it was appropriately creepy. I thought the dead people who had been reanimated were... You know, they were a little scary looking walking dead kind of people. Yeah. I mean, you know the doctor's not gonna die. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So And I liked so that fun. it was Dick I liked that it was Dickens who all along was so skeptical but then realized at the end that like, oh, the gas. If I turn the gas off and just let the gas flow and turn the light off, it'll yeah. all go away. Yeah, I, th I thought that was okay that that the doctor didn't save the day necessarily. He actually sort of made it worse by kind of convincing Gwyneth to go into that gateway, which mm. ended up causing all the problems and killing her. And Yeah, but she uh, ended up choosing on her own to go in because Rose says, oh, you don't have to do this if you don't want to, blah, 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 blah. But she's, Gwyneth said, no, I want to do it. So it's not like he forced her. Mm, he was convincing her, I think, you know, and if they, she had said no, he would have, I don't know, I think he would have manipulated into her, or, well, the I seventh think, doctor would have manipulated her, <laughs> not the, the sad, I think the sad thing was that, that she thought they were angels, yeah. you know, and, and they weren't, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, they were evil. Yeah, well, as soon as they turn red, you know that they're evil. You know, if they had stayed blue, they would have been good, you know. <laughs> um, one of my favorite scenes was in the pantry area with Gwyneth and um, Rose. Yeah. Talking. Um, I'm not a big fan of them telling the future and, like, the whole thing with Bad Wolf and everything, but I thought it was effective here because it was so early in the series that we we hadn't gotten an overload of that yet. But I like how you're talking about two different eras of time, and Rose is going, "How come you're not doing this?" And she's taken uh, Gwyneth has taken offense by some of the stuff that Rose is saying, and there's a discrepancy between the two because there's such a big time difference. I thought that that they that Marcatus, um handled that really well. Yeah, yeah, I like that scene too, and like, like they had a lot of commonalities. But there also were massive differences yeah. between the two women. And then the other conflict was the doctor and Rose, how Rose is like, 
you know, these are dead people. They should be, you know, we shouldn't be doing this. And ah, the doctor's like, they're already dead. Who cares? You know, and he, he's all about, he has a different menta- yeah. Yeah, mentality than, than she did. And, and it's a dis- it's a good, one of, that's one of the better things in this whole series, especially the first season is how Rose is like, wait a minute now, and the doctor's like, you know, in Dalek, he's like, it's just a Dalek, and Rose is like, well, wait a minute, give it a, ch-. you know, there's a a balance between the two characters, and this, they handled it really well in this one, too. Yeah, I thought, I think that, um, you know, Rose and the, and the ninth doctor played off each other really well, because there wasn't yeah. any sexual tension between the two of them. Yeah. You know, they were just having adventures together, and I liked that. I mean, yeah, I didn't I did. mind the whole thing with Rose and, and the Tenth Doctor, but I know other people hate it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, pre- I prefer Eccleston and, and uh, Piper combination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was too much. Yeah. Um, one other thing I've I noticed was when the Gelf took over the dead and they were going to take over the dead bodies and the doctor was like, yeah, that's fine. We had another uh, alien life form do this years later with the Cybermen <laughs> taking over dead people, mm-hmm. uh, becoming Cybermen. I thought that that was kind of a odd. I was like, wait a minute. This, we've already, we've seen this again later on in the future with the doctor taking over, but this one's better actually than that other Cybermen episode, which I, Yes, it is. Horrible. What Cybermen episode? Uh, the one where they take over all the dead people and the brigadier oh, and everyone yeah, that's dead yeah, comes yeah. back to life. Oh, Danny and... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was kind of a similar storyline of just, you know, that's it how is. they... Gateway leads back to the... getting. I like the uh, final statements of the servant girl who saved the world and no one would never know that. She kind of... You know, she saved yeah. the world. You know, that's kind of a neat little thing. Uh, I think she was, uh, Eve Miles is really good in this. Um, I, I didn't particularly <laughs> like her <laughs> Torchwood that much, at least uh, later on in the series. Well, the whole Torchwood series later on got really freaking weird, so. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I like I like her in this, and I, and I like, and I don't know, I don't know if, like when did Torchwood start compared to this? Did they? She hadn't already been cast in Torchwood. No, this was before that. I I think uh, they mentioned Torchwood in this season, but it's not until um the following year when Torchwood came out. So oh, it wasn't it was defo- that yeah. quickly. I mean, it, Torchwood yeah, it became a the thing in Doctor Who because that was how the pro- that's what the project was called so they could keep it, it under wraps. Yeah. In the second season. So in the second season, oh yeah, because they Torchwood talked. The first season was Torchwood. That Torchwood with Bad Wolf, but the second season was the Torchwood was the the theme. So- Okay, so I don't think they mentioned Torchwood in the first season, but the second season, during the Tooth and Claw episode, it was mentioned. Yeah. Yes. And I don't know if that's the first time or not, but that's sort of... So either toward the end of the second season or by the third season, Torchwood was already started. So it was a year later, maybe. Okay. Or something like that. But So 
I, I read later on that I guess Mark Gatiss, and this is me looking for information, looking for ways to bash the the, the showrunner because I always like doing that. Uh, Mark Gatiss had come up with this idea. It was supposed to be a lot more dark, but they, he was uh, asked to make it more of a romp, which I can't stand when I hear that because it's like, Russell T. Davis again, just, you know, it could have been better. It could have been scarier. It could have been more frightening. It could be more horrific, but there was a little bit of a, a romp to it, which... It's still probably Gatiss' best TV episode. Yeah, what else did he do? Um, it might You might be right. He did what? Well, that's not necessarily same. Well, I, I guess it's he. He didn't have some <laughs> some bad ones. Huh? Well, he did the the ice wire one with Matt Smith. That wasn't bad. Oh yeah. I guess there was a scene that they never filmed that was going to show the full the future with the Gelf. I don't know if that was the Gelf taking over the Earth, and it was going to sort of uh, give you more of an idea of how how bad they were that they needed to be um, destroyed um, but I don't know what that if that would have added anything to the story because we knew oh, they yeah. were evil they were, knew we were evil because they were red and they had the teeth you know and they, <laughs> talk, and they started talking evil you know <laughs> yeah anyways so it's not I don't think it's a bad story it's never one that I've like wow I'm going to sit down and watch Unquiet of course if you count it as more of a like a Christmassy type episode, then it's probably better than most of the Christmas specials. <laughs> so, well, it didn't revolve around Christmas, you know. No, it didn't, but it, it it's, it's sort of Christmas. Yeah, but I mean, they did it around flavor. They did it around Christmas because Dickens' most yeah. you know recognizable book is you know Christmas Christmas Carol. Carol, yeah. Carol so. There's a little weak link to Christmas, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's not, the show doesn't revolve around Christmas like some of the other no. Christmas. No, no, that's right, yeah. But I think this is probably a better Christmas special than most of them. <laughs> if you, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, if, if this was a Christmas special, I would like this one probably the best, because, or one of the best, because it wasn't, Santa Claus didn't come to life. Robot Santas <laughs> didn't come to life, and trees start spinning around. It wasn't, you know, it was it was more serious. It, it was, you know, it was more what I I picture out of it. You know, it just happens to be Christmas as opposed to Christmas trying to kill people. Right. <laughs> In a way, I mean, it, you know, some of the elements sort of. I guess it, it's it's supposed to be like some of the elements sort of get Dickens to write what he does, but I think he had already written most of that stuff, so he wasn't influenced by this yeah, story. Yeah, he was yeah. there performing, doing a reading of it on stage there. Yeah. So it was already... And the doctor says towards the end that, you know, he's going to die within the year, and there was one book that he never finished. Yeah. Um, that he was said he was going to add those Gelf characters to. Uh -oh. He never finished the book. It was The Mystery of Edwin Drood, I think. Yeah. I think most of the characters that they meet in history die not too long after. <laughs> we always seem to be... Except Shakespeare. Like... Oh, yeah. And Agatha Christie. She lived, no. to, the... yeah. she lived yeah. to a nice old age. Yeah. So did Mary Shelley. 
Well, I think um, yeah. I just finished Frankenstein, the book. I um, yeah, that was um, that was okay. <laughs> you, you didn't like? I, I've never read it, so is it? It's, it's okay. Like, it's very dated. I mean, it, the language yeah. is very dated and stilted, and it's all it's like of its time. You know, it's like it's like with letters, and there's a lot of flashbacks. Like, let me tell you a story about someone I met up with, and oh, by the way, they were having a flashback as well. And you're like deep into flashbacks, and all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, now you're supposed to be telling a story about this guy who's telling you a story about this guy that what happened to him and this, and it's, <laughs> but it, it was okay. It was. Anyways, um, anything else about this one? Anything good or bad? I thought Simon Callow, he used to do, um, he used to do this, um, he used to play this part quite often, I think. Dickens? Yeah. Oh. I, 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 oh, I thought right. he, that's wait right. a minute, yeah, I, I closed the book on my notes, but I think he, he used to read, do readings of, you know, or, oh. or do, Play acts or stage or play? Stage play, yeah. Like I think one man, something. Yeah. Like a similar, show type deal. Sim, yeah, similar to. Didn't someone else do this too? Um, oh, the guy who played Churchill. Oh, he did the same thing? He did Churchill before? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Well, it, it, you know, it's kind of good casting then because they know, they know they got someone that kind of looks like them and kind of um, knows about them. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought he was pretty good. He mm -hmm. wasn't over the top. He wasn't. He wasn't an, um, a character that was so flamboyant. He was just very realistic. I thought this was a real, more realistic episode than some of them. So, the more I talk about, it, the more I'm like, oh, this one's actually pretty good. <laughs> well, compared to what we've just seen. Oh uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean. There's actual writing in this that's actually kind of good. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, it is actually. Well, I mean, take the two scenes that I thought were my favorites. The two there were there were conversations in the pantry. That's the sort of thing that the new show does a lot more of, and those are good scenes. But then the rest of it doesn't really work. And in this case, I think the rest of it was, you know, it's pretty basic. It's zombies or whatever, but it, it's handled well. It's executed well kind of creepy some good humor in it some good you know character development and stuff like that yep. one of the one of the best episodes i've seen this year <laughs> <laughs> okay nothing else we'll say uh keep a listen we'll be doing this we're back on our regular schedule of every two weeks or so give or take um and we'll get. And going. luckily, we got Skype, so we can continue on doing this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening.